What's good, baby? It's your boy, Kai Boogie. You know that I sweat. And today I'm here at Just Talk. Just Talk, baby, with two of my um really good friends. Started out at college, actually. I got Amen on the right. I got Ish on the left. And um, I met these guys at college, and instantly I feel like we connected. And I think it's kind of weird because we come from different cultures, but I felt that connection as soon as I met you guys. Like, as soon as I met Amen... I was cracking on him. As soon as I met Ish, I was cracking on him. And then what what has it been since we graduated? What? Three years almost? Uh, yeah. Damn, yeah, that's crazy. Like it's been I mean, three years. Longer, but. Yeah. Three years and um I, I got these guys back today to talk on my podcast. So I'm very thankful for you guys giving me your time. I appreciate it. Like I appreciate it a lot. But um just and I want you guys to introduce yourself a little bit and just give us a little insight on your culture and uh, things you guys like to do. So first, we can start with Amen. I don't know if I said that right. I call him Amen. Amen. <laughs> Amen, Mashalu. But go ahead. Uh, well, yeah, my name is Amen. And uh, yeah, we met in college. Uh, I'm originally from Morocco. Okay. You know how it is. <laughs> uh, Casablanca, to be exact. Um, but yeah, a little background. I mean, I moved here like six years ago. Like five, six years ago. Okay. And, uh, yeah, went to school for finance. And now you know. look at you. Now look at you. Don't adopt the American me. ways. <laughs> hey, uh, yeah. one, one quick now question. One quick question I have for you. Um, What has been the biggest change culture-wise from coming from Morocco than coming to America? Because sometimes I feel like when I get the insight from others, they say that Americans are kind of like rude in a sense of like always on a move always on a move like what was the biggest change for you yeah. when you came here yeah i mean be honest like i mean i grew up traveling so like i kind of had an idea what was uh, like what i was expecting like i came to america before before moving in and all that oh, um i didn't know that but yeah i mean i was born here i don't know if you know that you were born here yeah i was born in new york oh my he's a captain <laughs> 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 he captain what? Wow. You were born in New York? Yeah, in Brooklyn. Okay, okay. But like, I didn't stay long. Like, I just, I got, I was born and then I went back home. Okay, so what was the most challenging, you would say? Um, honestly, first, the language, bro. Oh, I can only imagine. And you know what's even more powerful for, for you guys? And it shows that you have like a, a internal drive that, you don't see too often. It's like, boy, if I'm imagine if I went to China, I'm not staying there for more than a week, bro. I'm not reading your menus. I'm not doing all of that, bro. Like that is that takes a another kind of a a drive and a uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, willpower. Because I feel like you have to, like you guys could have easily turned around and went right back home. Yeah, but like you come on a mission. You know what I mean? Like, bro, when I got into that airplane, you know what I mean? Like, you turn and, like, your parents are crying and all that shit, right? Because, like, bro, they send in... Like, I was 18. Do you know what I'm saying? So, yeah, you're on no, the airplane, I... and I'm, like, talking to myself. I remember, I'm like, yo, you're on a mission, bro. Like, you got to go yeah, and get it. sit together. Like, you no joke. You, you got to do what you got to do. I didn't even know New Hampshire existed. Me either, honestly, bro. When I left, <laughs> when I left New York, bro, I was like, is this, like, a place for just college? Or do, like, people actually... Live here? You know, like, live here. 
But I was telling my friends, I'm going to Manchester, and they're like, is that in England? It's crazy, bro. Absolutely crazy. But um, now let's jump to Ish. I call my man Big Africa. It's all love, though. Y'all know it's all love. So, um, Ish, just give us a little bit of uh, insight on your culture and what was probably the most difficult thing to culture-wise to adapt to here in America, would, would you say for yourself? Um, yeah, I mean, so I'm Ish. Everybody call me Ish, you know, I'm from Ivory Coast, you know. Oh, damn. <laughs> Ivory Coast, you know what he said? Oh, what kind of forever, my brother? <laughs> <laughs> you bugging. But, um, yeah, Ivory Coast, bro. Um, I got here like seven years ago now, 2014. Oh, it's six. We got it at the same time. You can't count. <laughs> Oh shit! It is. Hold up. It is actually seven. Damn. See, that's crazy, bro. And y'all know it's your boy Kai Boogie. I sweat. Look at me. Woo, you be. Are you? Are you nervous? No, I'm never yes. nervous, bro. It's just the way my body works. Don't ask me that question. Oh, yeah. Because you think I, you think I got a button that say sweat, Cayenne, and I turn it on? Hell no. But go ahead. Sorry for cutting you off. So um. Nice. So good. So man, um, I was in Morocco, like you know, right before coming here. You know. You were in Morocco? Yeah, I was in Morocco for two years, bro. Yeah, I spent one year in Fez. That's where I finished my bachelor. Then I spent one year in Cas Casablanca. Then That's where the boys from? From there, I came here to the U.S., but I didn't know Amen, you know, back then. You, know, I only you didn't? Here. No. Nah, I didn't know him. It's such a small world to think that he was... Oh, right? What? It's crazy, bro. It's bro, you know what's the craziest part? The first person I ever met in America was this guy. Ish? Yeah. Bro. Yeah, yeah. I met him at the airport, bro, because we had the same agent. Yeah. You know, when we came here... Um, agent? Yeah. Yeah, we came to an agent, you know. I mean, you can't just... Like, you know, some people might come here individually, you know. You don't know anybody, and you just come here by, like... We had an agent, you know, so he can, you know, show us around. Oh. You know, he can drive us, like, to school, like, you know, the first days. You know? Now, question. Uh, does that agent speak your language or? Yeah, yeah. He, he was Moroccan, you know. He speak English, he speak Arabic, he speak French. He was you, French. you speak French, right? Yeah, I, I think that's so, boy. You could have me speaking French. I think that's I, how we connected. I think I'm the French. sexiest human in the world if you taught me French. How do you say hi? I'm sexy in French. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna let him see. That. I don't know about all that, bro. I'm not. I'm not trying to give him that power. Bro. Say the juice. Say I got the juice. How you say that? Come on, bro. Come on, <laughs> bro. <laughs> Just one word. I'm gonna give you how to say hi, but I'm gonna give you a sexy word. Say hi. Bonjour. That's good morning. Well, I know bonjour, motherfucker. They taught me that in school. Teach me some, some like some broken French or French, whatever the hell you want. Teach me something, bro. Come on, bro. You could just say like salut, savard. It's like hey, how are you? Salut, savard. See, I would be so salut, savard. But yo, go ahead, finish. <laughs> yeah, man. So um, when I came here, you know, um, I was really open minded. You know, I I didn't really um know what I was gonna find out discover here i didn't know what to expect you know so i just went with the flow you know the first challenge was obviously language but you know because i mean you don't speak the language how are you gonna learn how are you gonna make friends how yeah you, you know, how are you just gonna live 
in that in that place, you know. And then you get to a place where it's super cold. You never lived there before, you know. So I think it was the language, but like Eamon said, like you came on a mission. Mm-hmm. You, know? you came with a purpose, you know, whatever like you gotta do to, you know, make it happen, you just do it. You know, so I mean to me, because I'm not afraid to talk to people. I'm not afraid, like, for, like, pretty much for anything, you know? Uh-huh. So, I started making friends, like, girlfriends, you know? You know. <laughs> no, you were making friends that happen to be females. Don't say girlfriends. They got to think you the juice man. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. You know, like, I mean, I started making friends, like, you know, because, um, you know, girls talk a lot. <laughs> <laughs> You know, so I, I started, you know, catching a few words, you know, lingos, you know, um, how I can, you know, yeah. um, talking, what I can say. Yeah. You Remember know, the first so, order we made at the gaff? What? The first order we made at the gaff, bro. The penman burger. I don't burger. remember, bro, but I remember the <laughs> show. Because I didn't know what to order. What is this thing? Bro, yo, listen. When we get to the gaff, right? And then, like, all we see on the, on the board is, like, mad burgers cheeseburgers like and you guys couldn't read it like, bro man, how are you gonna say that listen the thing is you know alone it's not like an interview where you got like you know the interviewer like right first you there, there's mad people around <laughs> and they tight <laughs> i expect you to know what you want bro like what happened to your agent? Bro, oh, bro like, you, like you, you might think it's easy, but like you, you're trying to order a burger, they're gonna ask you what kind of bread. Bro, bread is bread. Yo, cheese your burger? Yeah, I want cheese. What kind of cheese? Bro, I didn't even know there was so many cheese. <laughs> I just want to eat. So, question. My question is: um, Do you guys have like a favorite, like, slang that you use? Juice. So you like saying juice, and like, what word did you adopt from America that you feel like you use a lot? That's not really the most formal way. Not really uh, formal. So, like slang. I don't know, man. Honestly, you say cap, no cap. I mean, I said I just, you know, it's not, it's not usual though. It's not usual. What do you say a lot? Like you don't have anything? Like you'd be like nothing that you. Bingo. Wow. <laughs> All right, but uh, to I can't, I can't think of anything. No, that's fine. That's fine. So, um, I have. A question for both of you guys, and um, I'll start with Amen. But the reason I brought you guys on Just Talk was so I could figure out your why. Like, what was your why, and what made you feel as if I need to keep going, even in these circumstances, as far as like not being somewhere where you feel comfortable and coming here where the languages are completely different because I feel like if I were in that situation I feel like it could be very stressful so I want to know like what was your why behind coming here 
and like what kind of kept you guys motivated to to stay here and want to do better and learn the culture like what was your why i mean so the why behind coming here i mean i just that was uh, the only school i got accepted to after college was no let's keep it real Mm -hmm. so like that was it was that or canada or or like ottawa okay it's break over there it's worse than snow so like i picked snow and that's a blessing that is a blessing i get to meet you right yes you did but, uh, but uh, I mean, you get here, right? Like, you leave your family, you leave your friends, like, like people you grew up with, like, your city, all that, right? You leave that behind for, like, coming here, going to school, and, like, you know, like, building your future, basically, right? So, like, well, there ain't no failing, or, like, maybe I'll fail, or, like, maybe this, or maybe that. Like, you gotta make it. You gotta figure out how to do it, right? Like, you're not doing all that just to get here and, like... Mess up mess up right like like you know i'm not getting on the, i'm not getting that phone call and talking to my parents and be like yo like i didn't pass or like i failed college or like mm-hmm. nothing like what can I, you know i can't do that you know what i'm saying like who's even an option yeah no that's a fact and you know what and, i'm saying so like you just put in work and um to add on to that um i just want to say shout out to you for doing your whole sneaker thing and in your culture, is sneakers like a thing, or was that something that you adopted here? Because I feel like I mean, it might be like foreigns, like Balenci's, maybe, yeah. but I'm not sure. Yeah, so like, I mean, I grew up like, like around like clothes, right? Like my dad is big in clothes, and like, but like it wasn't like a business thing. Like mm-hmm. I just grew up like liking clothes, right? Like I was always dressing up. You like, fly guy, I give it to you, definitely fly. You know, appreciate it, thank you. <laughs> but. uh like, when I got here, they were telling me, like, you buy a Jordan for 220 You flip it for 400 right after. I'm like, bro, that's free money. Right. Like, all yeah. I got to do is go to the store and grab a pair and, like, flip it right away. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, I was yeah, like, no, no, that, wait, wait, hold up. Like, there's something into it, you know? Like, and then I was like, why do people don't do it? And they're like, they're not willing to put in the time. The time like, and the effort. Up or, like, talking to the managers of the stores or, like, doing the raffles. I'm like, bro, I'll do that. And question now, um, you were saying that wasn't, like, a big thing in your culture so being that it was something that you loved do you think like that's what kind of led you towards doing it or was it more so for the profit and either way that you choose is well, totally fine yeah i mean it was both because like that's something that i understand and like that's something that like i'm into like i'm into clothes in general but like mm-hmm. i wasn't into the flipping part of it like the reselling but like then there was like the money also aspect so i'm like i could make money out of something i like doing you know what i mean so it was easy first like i remember first pair i ever got was like uh like white cement fours okay in 2016 bro i'm not a four guy but i got go two ahead. pairs sold one and it paid for my pair and i'm like there's something in there do you know what i'm saying yeah like there's and more like, to it yeah so like I'm, that's why and then i'll just keep doing it so you think that like has brought you closer to our culture and has helped True. you expand yeah. like meeting new people and facts yeah, so like, like for example, you go to the calf, right? You remember how like we all go to the calf around like six, seven. You put in your nice shoes on, like the girls are there. I never there, did that. Like, I was always fly without even. <laughs> yeah, I, you'd be sweating in the morning. You come oh, out of all sharp. <laughs> but like, so you like you meet new people. Like people will be like, oh, fly kicks on. Like mm-hmm. you got fly shoes, and then, like you meet the same person every day, like dressing up and all that. Like, oh, that's a fly guy right there. Like. Oh, who is this kid? You know, like, and then you want to be friend with him, like, you whatever, connect you know? through, through the and clothing you culture. Know, yeah, and then you get into the culture. Well, that's I um, I definitely respect you, and 
I know that it takes a lot to leave your own culture and then come to a whole new culture and try to adapt things. So um, I definitely respect that 100%. And um, I give you a thumbs up, man, because it's not easy to just come here and succeed. Like a lot of people, I feel like in your guys' shoes would use it as a, uh, an excuse. Well, I was over there, so that's why it didn't work out. I don't know the culture. You guys could have gave up. You guys could have said, you know what? I'm not doing this. Shit's too hard. But you took something you liked it. You used it to succeed, to build those things that you needed to succeed. So I have nothing but respect for you. And um, I'm actually very happy I met you guys. That ass. Like, it's weird to think like three years later or four years, whatever the, the numbers are, let's not really get into it because we're getting old. But to think that we're back on FaceTime talking and it all started with me calling you a big black motherfucker and <laughs> calling you Pakistan. And I used to always ask you if you got a bazooka for Christmas. Like, so it's like just funny shit. You know what I mean? So it's like, just think like how our world works and how we connect. I remember Cayenne snapping me on Christmas. Random day, random snap. Yo, what'd you get? You got a tank this year? <laughs> yeah, and the thing is, like we go back and forth. So that, that makes it even better because like, before knowing about Morocco, I was just ignorant. You know what I mean? Like you, as you could see, I would be like, "Yo, are you Pakistan?" And I still am a little ignorant in the sense of knowing your culture. But I feel like me having you around kind of brings me a little closer. So it's not yeah. ignorance. You're like, I'm not Pakistan. I'm Moroccan. So it's like, oh shit, now I'm up. <laughs> so now I'm slowly learning. Even though, like, we joke and shit, I'm slowly picking up on things. I'm learning you as a person. And I feel like um, putting two different people together from different cultures that are, like, that are willing to learn and want to do better, I feel like that makes our world a better place, person by person by person by person. Because I feel as if our relationships were always genuine. Every time I saw you guys, we laugh, crack jokes. I've never seen... I don't think I've seen either of you guys mad. Maybe Ish, but I don't know <laughs> if Ish I've ever seen Ish mad. I'm probably not, probably not. But um, yeah, no, I I appreciate um you for giving us your point of view. I really do, and um, I'm thankful that you took the time out of your day to come on here. But now we're gonna jump to Ish <clears throat> and figure out his why with that strong ass head, the little <laughs> ass chains. <laughs> but no, seriously, on a serious note. What what was your why? Like, what motivated you to want to come here and want to do better and succeed outside of your own culture? Um, you know, the first thing is, you know, you come from Africa. It's a country in Africa. You know, um, education is not, you know, the best there. You know, so you always show up on, like, the best education there is out there that can... Education and, is ass here, too, but go ahead. Sorry for cutting you off. Go ahead. Yeah, um like you know that's gonna be you know beneficial for you you know so um again when i was in morocco um my my school i finished my bachelor into they had a partnership with snoop okay so there was a presentation of some people from snoop that came over there and they said you know um for whoever want to do his masters or her masters you know in the United States, um, we're here to make the process easier for okay. you all to know, um, study abroad in the U.S. So you're going to have like a um, pretty good education 
um, we're going to facilitate the process. So whoever is interested, um, here's our contacts, you know, and we can help you, you know, uh, the dream. So I just applied, mm-hmm. you know, I, I like that. You know, I, I wasn't really, you know, thinking about, you know, actually coming here. Then I got accepted, you know, it was literally the only school I, I applied in the U.S. And it accepted me. So I went back home, you know, to my visa and... I came here. Now my wife, I mean, it's simple. I wanted to succeed in life. And um, school was, you know, school is not the, the only way to succeed, but it's one of the safest ways. Yeah, it gives you, it gives you a, a step up on someone without a degree and things along those lines. Exactly, you know. Um, and society, like, our society is based on, like, they respect you based on what you done in school. So sad. And I, like, you know, um, a CPA. So um, I went to school for my master at Snoop. You know, um, it had its challenges, like, but, you know, challenges are everywhere in the world. So to me, it was, I'm just going to get it, you know, yeah. whatever comes my way. I'm just going to, you know, study. It's, it's hard anyways, you know. Um, again, like, schooling in the U.S. is not hard at all. You know, you have like plenty of time to study. You have plenty of time to do whatever you want. You know, so I came, I got my master. Then I saw that you know, maybe it's not the best way to succeed in life. You know, education is not the way. So that's funny you say that. No, because like I agree, I don't disagree with you, bro. I, yeah, yeah, you know, uh, and I was like, you know, I got my master now. Um, I'm ready for the world, you know. Everything gonna go right. World, now. boom, smack you in the face. <laughs> and I'm like, yo, one month, two months, three months, you can't find a job. And I'm like, what, <laughs> dude? I gotta have my say. Right? You know, I'm like, are you kidding me, bro? I'm applying for real here. Like, I'm not playing. I'm applying for a job. I'm getting denied. Like, I'm talking to girls and I want to be a boy. Right? Like, <laughs> as if you didn't go to school for it. So, like, um, for real. I find like, it interesting that you guys, um, did I cut you off my fault? I mean, it's all good. Like, so I'm like, you know, what's going on here? You know? I mean, I didn't expect it to be easy, but I didn't expect it to be that hard. Uh-huh. You know, so now I'm doing more research into the fact that, like, you know, why can't I find a job? Then I know that I, I realize that I'm in the area where you have a lot of white people, and that's not now I'm like dealing with the fact that I'm black and stuff because mm-hmm. all this, like, those first years, um, I'm at Snoop, I don't, I don't realize that, you know, that you black, it, it kind of matters here. Oh, yeah. But, Definitely. No, I, like, no, I agree. Three years later, that's when I'm like, you know, having that shock. I'm like, yo, so what do you do now? Because uh-huh. you need to make money. You know, I got lucky when I was at Snow, my parents were paid for it, but once I graduated, you know, I had to make money, you know. So I'm looking for ways to, like, survive mm-hmm. and find a job, you know. So I'm like, you know, you got to do what you got to do to survive, you know. And at some point, I just decided, you know what, I'm just going to leave the state because there's nothing for me there. Mm-hmm. Literally, there's nothing for me, you know. So that's why I came to Philly in the first And once I came to Philly, like, not that it was easier, 
you know, but like I found jobs like pretty fast. Mm -hmm. Like within within um weeks that I you know so i told myself you know what? i'm just gonna go back to school because my status is about to expire like my visa is about to expire so let me go back to school so i can keep my you know legal status in the country and you know find different ways because here i got more opportunities more opportunity other stuff you know so i enrolled into school again taking my time you know because i don't really need a second degree but I'm, that's what I'm doing, and I'm doing some stuff like some business wise, you know, you know, trying to like broaden my spirit, you know, trying to find different ways to have, you know, um, more income in like, one thing, you know. Mm -hmm. so, my why is just simple. Um, nobody gonna do it for you. I like that. <laughs> nobody gonna do it for you. You know, you look left, right. I mean, my dad passed away. You know, rest um, so in peace to him. I'm sorry about that. Yeah, so, like, there isn't many people I can rely on, you know, besides me. I got me. you. Yeah, I got you too, my son. I got you. Yeah. <laughs> Wait till the real trouble comes out. <laughs> we'll see if you're going to right. I got you, I got you. But, yeah, the why is simple. If, you, if, if like, what you want in life, you haven't, you haven't had it yet, you know. So just keep working on it, you know. So you can... <laughs> Just keep, you know, it's gonna come one way or the other, you know. That's pretty much it. You know, just do it. And I find it very interesting. Um, you guys made a point earlier how you were saying, um, that school here is easy. Yeah. How often do you see my culture, the, the American culture, kids dropping out because it's too much, or kids doing this, kids doing that? And, that kind of gives you a different point of view because it's like, if that's your only, for you guys, it's like, this is my only opportunity. Right. So instead of me looking at it like, oh, well, maybe I could just give up and go back home. This is my only opportunity. So regardless of the adversity I face, I'm going to conquer it because this is something I want. And I feel like the American culture is always like, oh, you know what? Well, fuck it. I don't need to do this. Oh, this is hard. Or you just don't know that. You know, what? you're really spoiled. Like, the funny part yeah, is, yeah. they did everything for you. Like, literally. Oh, bro, I, I, bro, I didn't, I didn't go like, to school for school, if you guys were wondering. Like, listen, it's crazy that, like, people, like, like Jobs, for example, be like, yo, stay one more hour and paying you a time and a half. And people be like, no, nah, I don't want to stay. Like, bro, what? Bro, like, how do you, and we're how lazy. Do you complain? How do you complain? Oh, I'm broke, but like somebody's offering you more, like a time and a half, like more than you usually make, and you're not gonna stay there for and like that, an hour that, more. That's why I think it's interesting as well because it's like you guys look at that as opportunity. Facts. We look at Facts. it as damn, bro. Why you, bro? I'm not trying to work longer, bro. Yeah, or like, like the only country where you can have like two, three jobs, like nobody care. Yeah. And you know, you know, you know what. My question is, this is a question I honestly have for you guys because I feel like often in our culture, a lot of people go to the, oh, well, business, business, business. I want my own business. I don't want to work a nine to five for someone. I don't want to do this. I was listening to a um, podcast earlier and a guy was like, 
you working for somebody is no different than having a business. And that kind of that kind of woke me up because I've started to learn that financial literacy is needed. And they don't yeah. teach us that whatsoever. But that's yeah. that's something that need that's needed. So it's like they had a guy from McDonald's that saved like a ridiculous amount of money working at McDonald's. And yeah. the quote that really sticks with me is not how much you make, but how much you save. Much you save yeah. So it's like how do you guys feel about like would you guys mind working like a nine to five bro i work i have two jobs i sell sneakers like i work 80 hours weeks on the regular like i don't care and i don't even need that money mm -hmm. but like i just do it because like you know i saw this quote it was like save your save your money so your money can save you right bro covid hit people were losing jobs right but like where were you before that mm -hmm. like all this time like all those weekends were like you were chilling on your couch playing video games you could have put in hours right That's or okay. you could have find a hustle you don't want to work for somebody fine there is so many hustles you can make in the u.s bro like so many things you could do instacart bro whatever you get like flip cars flip pokemon cars bro like nobody can bro Yu-Gi-Oh cards whatever you can do sneakers like whatever you into do you know what i'm saying yeah no that's a Go fact referee in a league for like little kids like nobody cares but like save that money i know you don't need it but like you never know what can happen in the future and this you know is saying? a perfect example and you know what i found that was really funny too because people always talk college this college that but how many people do you know with a degree in this current state that we're in, not not state as in location, but yeah. state as in where we are with COVID, that have a degree and it's like, I can't find a job. So it's like, you're telling me, you gave me this American dream of going to get a degree. This degree is going to put me at uh, one step above this person without a degree, but I can't find a job? If that's the <laughs> case, I should have never went to college and just worked and saved money. Bro, something right. else. How many people you know go to a management degree, but like they're never hired as a manager? You're hired as an entry level job. Like, what was that manager degree for? That's how it. You know what I'm saying? Like management. It, and I'm studying management, but like you're not gonna become a manager coming out of college. People don't. You know. Go ahead. What, like what I can say is like ninety five job is good. For you know, it, it should be like if you if you get it not. You should have a plan, you know. You don't want to be stuck that forever, because I mean, you, I mean, that's a you know, that's a personal decision. If you want to stay there your whole life, that's on you, you know. But like, you can't say you want to live that type of life and say <laughs> you're gonna have a nine to five job yeah. life. Like, <laughs> that's the dilemma you got to work on. So, um, me, my my um my story is a little different, you know. I've been looking for a job. It's not like I've been looking, trying to find a job. Like, the, the things I've I done just to get into it, like, people didn't even do it to get a real job. Mm -hmm. Like, it's pretty easy. You know, then my job, I was at PricewaterhouseCoopers last year, and then COVID hit, you know. But to get that, you know, like, the things I, I had to do to get that and then just look, of an eye, I'm like, you know what? Maybe not. It's not. Maybe, maybe you should you should try to find other way to make money. You know, that's when I started, like, you know, looking to businesses. You know, simple stuff. I'm, you got to. I mean, 
I wasn't trying to sell like you know houses or flip houses. I start I started selling like you know, airpods. Everybody knows I was flipping airpods. I was making decent money on this, mm-hmm. you know. Like you don't even realize that I can make like one thousand profit only a week. Yeah, you def- it's all it's all the the willpower that you have. It's all you know, you're like, willing to do. So I was like, you know what? I'm doing this. You know, I made like four five k one month. I'm looking at when I was working. I'm like, I never made that. So would you tell? That's not. That's nobody telling nothing. You know, that's me realizing. Like, wait, I've been trying to find out of a job, looking for you know safety net, but that don't even provide for this. So, are you telling me if I get rid of this, I can make that much money easily? I'm like, all right, say no more. Uh We don't, you know. (laughs) Bro, you know it's so funny. Like people would catch the stimulus, for example, like that fourteen hundred, right? You know how many people stimulus I took, like from selling shoes and like and like stuff like that. But like, bro, get your stimulus and come to, come shop. Yo, let me talk to you. Yo, let me talk to you. That's the dog you got, and, and that's why bro, I have. I'm like, let me talk to you. That's I got why I you. have you guys on here because it's like for you guys to be able to dig into. Like dive this deep internally and want to do better and want to win, not in, in a place that you don't even. That's not where you're originated from. That's a different type of dog. It's bro, like you it's can't different. Teach that. Bro, I'm giving out loans, bro, for sneakers. You can't, bro. I'm hungry. giving out loans. That, Yo, I'm telling you, like I got you people give that are four bands with me. now. Bro, bro, I'm giving out loans. I'm giving payments. I got people that pay me every two weeks for sneakers. Like, like every two weeks, I receive a wire out of shoes. Like, yo, this is sneaker payment for like, just because they want to flex or because they want it for the gram or because they want it, like, because they want to look like they have the shoe. Which for me, I mean, that's fine. I mean, you're paying me, but like, will I do it? No. And, uh, and, and, um, like, just say, that's sick. No, that like, and, and, and you like know, think about it. People are taking out like loans for a shoe so they can wear it. When in reality, it ain't even that serious. <laughs> like but, it ain't that deep. But that's what make you guys who you are. But um, to wrap yeah. this up, give me. I need a quote from each of you guys that you guys fully live by, and um, I kind of wanna try and incorporate those these two quotes from you guys in my own life and see how it benefits me. So I want to hear your quote, Amen, and then your quote-ish, and then we'll wrap it up on that. I mean, mine, like I told you, like, save your money so it can save you. Like, bro, it doesn't matter how much you make. If you can't save it... I'm like, terrible at saving. That ain't, like, because so think about it, right? So, like, let's just say somebody starts with 20 bands a year, right? But he saves 10 out of it. Like, he's cheap, cheap. And somebody's making 200K, but he's blowing that every weekend. And, like, at the end of the year, he has zero. Well, that 10K is richer. Uh-huh. Do you know what I'm saying? Because he decided like, to do the right thing. Yeah, like, at the end of the day, nobody cares how much you make, but it's how much you save. Like, Okay, I like that. I think so, I do need to follow that. It's good we had this talk. Now, let's hear what you got to say. Well, bro, um, to me, it's simple. I mean, my quote is from Rocky Barbu, actually, you know. Um, Your quote's from what? Rocky Balboa. You know, Rocky, Rocky Balboa. You like Not a strong man. <laughs> yeah, bro. Um, he said, you know, um, life is tough. There's nothing gonna that's gonna hit you as far as life. You know, 
So it don't matter how hard you hit, like, or you hit anything. It's about how hard you can get knocked down and just keep going. Mm-hmm. That's how winning is done. You know? So you're always going to have challenges. You're always going to have, like, problems in your life. So just be comfortable having problems. Mm-hmm. That's a good one. It's not the way. Just why don't you give me that one before, yo? Yeah. Man, don't you give me that one when I crashed the whip in Miami. <laughs> now, now, now you got it. <laughs> Stop giving me that one when I crashed the whip, bro. Oh, that is hilarious. But, um, yo, uh, but, 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 but it's not over. It's not over. Like, you know, instead of focusing on the problem, just trying to work on yourself to find, you the know. solution to it. Solution is sat, like, as soon as possible. That's what you should be working on. No, that's a fact. Um, the only I appreciate those uh, wise words from you guys. I really do. I appreciate you for taking your time out because it's not early. And we, we, we all work. But um, thank you guys. I, I, I really, and I can't say how much I appreciate it. That's why I keep saying it. But I do appreciate you guys for taking the time out of um, your day to do this with me. Special guest made it a, a hell of a podcast. But um we didn't even talk about chicks though. I I <laughs> <laughs> But no, seriously. Um we can keep I want to keep this like keep this kind of going. So it's like this doesn't have to be like our first and last one. We can turn it into Yeah, we can talk about chicks on another one. We can turn I mean, it into a common thing. Females. Yeah. That's that could be a topic, females. So um <laughs> I want to talk about females. You always want to talk about females. <laughs> But um, like 